Welcome to the Rookie Contract Podcast. I'm Kate Norum. And I'm Ash Kavanaugh. On this podcast, all of our guests are in their first job in the sports industry. This week's guest is McLean Baxley, who is currently the UGA and Athens area recruiting reporter for the Athens Banner Herald. Yeah, so uh, my name is McLean Baxley. I uh, am three months into um, my job with the Athens Banner Herald in Georgia covering UGA football recruiting and um, full, um, Athens area high school football as well. Um, I interned with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution as a sports intern this summer, summer 2021, after, you know, five years at Georgia State University in different roles, um, in different, working for different outlets, uh, covering Georgia Southern athletics. Um, so I graduated, graduated in May, had the internship with AJC over summer and then started, uh, here in Athens about mid, mid August. Um, so yeah, just about, you know, two, three months, uh, on the job. Nice. How does it feel to be working uh, kind of immediately after graduating in a way? How does it feel? Uh, it was nice to have a, like a month off, you know, so, so I graduated, you know, first, second week of May and then my internship started in early June. So I had about a month off. And when I was planning, when I was like, I knew I had a month off, I was like, I'm going to travel the country. I'm going to do all these things. And I ended up not, which was fine. I was able to just kind of, you know, watch TV or go to the gym or see friends or go to dinner, um, stuff that I hadn't been able to do, you know, in you know, five years, you know, with, with school or work or both usually um, at the same time. So, um, yeah, it was nice to have that break. But then since then, you know, I had two days from uh, my internship ended on a Friday and then I started to work in Athens on a Monday. So I had days to move to Athens. Um, Oh my gosh. Start, you get started, but I know it was fine. It was good. Um, I'm glad that I'm doing what I do and I'm glad that, uh, you know, I made, I was you know, very fortunate to, um, you know, get a job so quickly you know, after graduation. Um, and, and, uh, a job, you know, I'm only about an hour and a half from home and doing what I love. You know, I've got some high school stuff, got some high college stuff. Um, and just, it's, it's just really a uh, good opportunity so far. So, uh, yeah, it was nice to have that month off, but then, you know, pretty much from June on, I was like, this is, this is the real world. This is it. Especially working in football. It's like, okay, your free time's over, and it's just kind yeah. of down to it. Yeah, I mean, literally, like, on that Monday, I started, and then Wednesday, like, the Corky Kell um, at my own water, actually, at West Forsyth, and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so literally, you know, two days after I started, oh there was God. a game that I had to cover, so it's, 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 it's good, it's good, it's good busy. So what did you do um, in undergrad to kind of prepare you for your job now? Like, did you have an internship? Where Were you in athletic department? Just kind of covering what you've done so far. Yeah, so pretty much, um, so this is fall of 2016 is when I started at Georgia Southern. Um, and pretty much immediately started working for the uh, student newspaper, the Georgian. Um, you know, started mm-hmm. off as a, uh, they, it's, they call it um, candidates. It's basically just like an internship until you get, like, hired full time. Hmm. Um, but then I became a, you know, sports reporter that's covering softball. Um, and then that fall, so this is fall 2017, um, I was the assistant sports editor. Again, we had like 15 people total on staff. Um, so like it was, it was still like, a, you know, sport, you know, assistant sports editor, but I didn't have that much responsibility, but I was Sweet. me and then the sports editor were the primary cover, you know, people that covered the, um, football team, football beat for the school paper. So, from then on, and then you know, spring or spring of 2018, uh, I became the full-on sports editor, and um, you know, 
worked in sports covering football, basketball, the main things, baseball. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's the South, so football reigns, reigns supreme, especially in, in Statesboro. Um, with, you know, oh, the yeah. History of everything. Um, but yeah, and then so from there, I became editor in chief the fall of 19, fall 2019. Um, came editor in chief at Jordan, um, mm-hmm. and then took some time off from school. Um, I, I resigned from my, that position in November, um, had some like personal things and went back to school in January of 2020 and started working with the Savannah Warriors covering, mm-hmm. uh, Georgia Center as well. Um, you know, they had, they went through some changes where they, you know, their Jordan guy was no longer in that role, and so I just kind of filled in as a freelancer, but a pretty steady freelancer. And so for the next year and a half, that's what I did. You know, worked for Savannah Marine News, um, covering Jordan Athletics. And in between that, I had an internship, like went at Daily Post and Marriott Daily Journal, doing sports and stuff. So and then also high school football coverage for Statesboro Herald uh, on Friday nights. So wrote a lot um, for different. Uh, outlets. Um, so definitely. And then, you know, also on top of that, also had, you know, at least 15 hours, you know, 12, 15 hours a semester with classes and, uh, you know, majoring in journalism. I, I did a little bit on the, at the uh, school uh, radio show on Tuesday nights at a little sports uh, show that would, that would kind of come on a little bit, but oh, wow. yeah, I stayed, stayed, um, busy and, and, you know, want to get as many reps as possible. Uh, I knew that going in and it's funny that because I wasn't planning because I wanted to be in TV. I wanted to be on sports center. I wanted to be Scott Van Pelt as every. Wait, that's awesome. So wait, you never, you didn't want to actually start and go into sports writing. You wanted to go into the TV aspect. Yeah. Our high school, again, uh, West Forsyth had a really good broadcasting department. Um, and we did a, uh, you know, about five, five or ten minute um, news. It might have been thirty minutes actually. Just news broadcast every day, um, and so I was like the lead anchor for that. Um, we also did, like we would do like packages, um, whether like, like some of them like kind of funny or uh, like fun like skits, and then other packages were like serious. I mean, not serious news. It was you know, high school <laughs> cameras, but I mean, from then we we we're a really good dude. Um, our uh, teacher, Mr. White, he um, was on. He the news um, in Athens actually like 40, 30 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But he um, laid, had a really good foundation, had a lot of good equipment. Um, and, and so I got a really good understanding of, you know, tripods and, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, now I can't think of it, but uh, like white, white balancing and SD card and like knowing, you know, rule of thirds. And so I had a really, you know, basic, I, mean, I, mm-hmm. I can't go there and, you know, work for, you know, ESPN or, or Fox sports immediately but i mean i i knew enough to like survive um so that that, that was the goal going to going to college was i wanted to be on the tv and the broadcast side of things wow and it's kind of crazy how things come into fruition and you're like actually this seems more my speed and things just kind of happen and that's that's a beautiful thing yeah, my mom at, at like uh, orientation, college orientation. She was because Georgetown didn't really have a good when I, when I started. They didn't really have a good like student um, like broadcast mm-hmm. for TV or radio. Um, they didn't really have a good setup. Obviously, that's full paper. And so my mom was like, "You need to go, you know, just meet the advisor and, and see what it's about." Like, no, I don't want to do that. And should just do it. And now, you know, five years later, I'm still in you know newspaper and and 
wouldn't have gotten here if I had not gone to that, uh, you know, little uh, orientation breakout session. So, uh, and she still holds that to me sometimes, but, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. As moms do always. We love that. Wow. You had so many like wow. opportunities in college. <laughs> like yeah. that's in- amazing. I mean, just this past summer with the AJC and being able to cover the Atlanta Hawks and all these other amazing accolades, what have you. And <laughs> you're like, does it ever get like, humbling in a way from when you're covering these insane events and you're like, wow, why am I covering these events? And how did I get here? Do you ever have those like sort of moments? Most of them. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think like the one, I mean, cause I've done, you know, there's been bowl games. There's been, um, you know, that, you know, um, Georgia Southern opened the season against LSU in 2019. Like, that, you know, that was Joe Burrows, like, LSU the year they went 15-0 and, and mm. dominated everybody. And, you know, I've been in Clemson. I've been, um, like I said, you know, I've been, you know, had game day. had done championships, whatever. Um, and all, I mean, every single one, it's just like I'm literally getting paid to do what people are paying. I mean, especially just, I think the biggest one where it was like, Holy crap, I am doing this was, um, one of my first days this summer with, uh, AJC. Um, I think my, it was my second event. I did a golf tournament, but then my mm-hmm. second, like my second event was, uh, game three against Philadelphia, um, Hawks, Hawks in Philly. So like sold out venue. Um, they had just come off a loss, um, in Philadelphia in game two, but I mean, it's still the, you know, Eastern Conference semifinals, um, you know, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, uh, freaking, I mean, I'm on a Zoom call with Trey Young. Um, they, they lost game three, but I mean, it was still just like, holy crap. Like, like I was getting, it was, it was, start, it was, it was just, I mean, I, well, it was, it was a game. I don't, I think it might have been the game they've got blown out. Um, but you know, on the post game Zoom and there's, you know, 60 plus people in here, there's, you know, writers and, you know, mm-hmm. ESPN and, and, uh, you know, TV people that you know, I've, I've been following since I was a child and I get, I'm getting these texts cause it, cause like a uh, sports South, you know, broadcasts the post game press conference. And I get a text from my friend, um, or he's an acquaintance. Um, he texts me, he's like, yo, I just heard you on Fox. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's in a little, uh, video of, of me asking Trey Young a question. And I was just like, holy crap, like this is, I'm doing this. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and even on a smaller scale, I mean, like, you know, I, I covered the, um, Georgia, uh, high school state championships, uh, football championships, um, in 2019. And just like being there where there's, you know, 4,000 fans there, um, to see, you know, whatever, uh, you know, th- that year was, it, it was Harrison and, um, Altoona, um, six yeah. eight. And I mean, they, it, it was, just, it was super cool just to, just to be there. Um, and, and, you know, I, I play a part, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at this post right now of, you know, AJC, um, from 95 of, um, I have a frame of, uh, Braves winning the World Series. And like on a small, I mean, obviously I didn't cover a world, uh, you know, the, the Hawks didn't win the NBA this year. Um, but I mean, I, 20 years from now, you know, some other, you know, journalism student or, uh, some fan will, you know, read, pick up an AJC of, of, you know, when the Hawks beat, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the Bucks in game two or something. I mean, and, and that's, and it's byline is point back. So, so I mean, there, there's just moments of that. They were just like, holy crap, you know, this is, you know, and I'm loving it. And I, you know, 
it, it, it's just super cool. And I'm, I'm, I, I hope, you know, I'm only, you know, 23, about to be 24. I've only been doing this you know, five or six years, but I hope, you know, when I'm 50, 60 years old, I still, I never lose that, you know, appreciation for what I'm doing because like I said, there's people that, you know, pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to be where I am. Um, and I, we don't get paid a billion dollars, but you know, just, just to be there One day. and, and to get to experience that. It's just, I, I hope I never lose that appreciation. I love that. That's honestly the motivation to have. And I just wanted to ask, how was it when you asked the question to Trey Young? Was that like super nerve wracking? You're like, I want to make sure I get these this word out super correct. I don't want to like fog up whatever. How was that? Yeah. So one of my flaws is I in my mind. I know exactly what the question is. I know exactly what I want the answer to be. I know like what I, what I think him or her is going to say, you know, since I've been doing this with it, you know, starting off at, at George Simmons softball back in 2017. And it's always been a problem though, like, of like me avoiding the question, just like I, like I use as many words as possible to get this, you know, sentence that could be 10 words out. Um, so the whole time I'm like, I write, you know, do the deal, uh, hand raise, you know, thing in the uh, press conference. And I'm like, I can't, you know, I can't stutter. I can't, you know, take my time with, I need to get it out there because there's hundreds of people that are going to hear this. Thousands of people that are going to hear this. Um, and so, yeah, when I, when I got it out, I was like, Holy. I, th- I think I might have like muted my screen, like, like a, you know, gone to black um, just to avoid, just to like, be like, Oh my gosh. All right. I just asked, you know, it was him. It was, John Collins, it was, you know, Kevin Herger, it was, um, you know, it was probably, it, but then like, you know, when I, when I would do Braves games, I, I was asking, you know, Freddie Freeman and mm-hmm. uh, Ozzy Albies and, you know, Brian Snicker. I mean, these guys that, again, I've been following for 10, 15 years that are, you know, that, that I've known and that, and that are, you know, worldwide stars. Um, and I'm doing what we're doing right now. You know, we're, I'm zooming. Oh, yeah. And asking them questions. So. Yeah, it was definitely, there were definitely moments where I was like, oh, crap. Like, I can't mess this up. Um, <laughs> Do you guys want to hear a funny thing about Kevin Herter? What did you say? I went to, I went to college with Kevin Herter. Um, we were at Maryland together. And Hello. he would never pay for parking at the business school during class. So after class, he would sprint <laughs> out of the building and run to his car, like, moving people out of the way and never got a ticket. I was so mad. I was always going to ticket. And I'm like, he is an NBA player and he never had to pay for a parking ticket and he can now very much afford them. And I got like at least three during class. Did you ever pay for parking tickets? Did I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you I'm so glad I never got a parking ticket. And I am blessed for that. So we would just see him like sprinting down the hall and everyone's like, oh, Kevin didn't pay for parking. Every time, we, every, every time we had Kevin or um, I would do Brave, we had uh, Ian Anderson. They went, to, they went to the same high school. They grew up together in New York. And yeah. one, of my good, one of my best friends went to middle school. He, he moved to coming uh, freshman year of high school. But prior to that, he lived in New York. Was really good friends with Kevin um, and knew Ian. And so whenever after a win, I was like, if I get Kevin, I'm going to ask him if he knows Chad Kubek. I'm, I'm going to ask him about Shenandoah. I never did. And I was like, dude, right? so I was like, who's this, who's this intern coming in here asking about some guy? <laughs> Even after the, you know, like a, you know, big win, catch your wins. I mean, they're there late, especially after the, uh, 
Philadelphia series where, where they, you know, they, they won game seven and everything. Um, but I mean, it, it was, yeah, they're, they're definitely time. Every time I see Kevin Hurd now, I'm like, Oh, Chad knows him. Like they, they, they were really close. Um, he, Kevin still follows Chad on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Oh my gosh. Like, oh my gosh. Small world. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is incredible. Um, so what has been one of your most memorable moments so far? Cause like you mentioned before, you've, you've sort of, you started with high school football, dived more within Georgia Southern football, um, and sort of dive into what has been your, your most memorable so far. Um, there's a lot because I mean, I mean, no, that's, that's a hard question (laughs) because you've, you've sort of like dipped your toes into like every facet of this sports world. So it's like, I mean, I think I'm going to, I'll give you a couple answers. So so one of them that sticks out um, is, you know, fall of 2018. This is the first fall where I'm like the only, I had an assistant guy, um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the head honcho for George Thurner's or George, the Georgia sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the year that George Thurner football went 10 and three. They won a bowl game and it was after the two and 10 years, Chad Lunsford's first year. And, uh, in October, they host a ranked out state team and just dominate the, it's a blowout game. And that was just super cool to be at, you know, people still in the field. Um, that just, you know, something, something that I'll always hold dear. I mean, um, you know, I know we're supposed to be unbiased media, but I, you know, have, I have a degree from George Center now, and that was, that was super cool to be at. Um, and then another one that sticks out is, uh, spring of 2020, Anita Howard, she's, she still is the, uh, women's basketball coach at Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the first, um, black female coach in Georgia Southern history for any sport. Um, and she's, she's women's basketball and she's super nice. A few weeks before, this is in January of 2020, her and I sat down and we talked for about an hour and a half. Um, I, I work on this, you know, long, long form profile talking about her, um, feature for Spamory News. Um, I mean, I, was, I talked husband and her, you know, old high school coach and, uh, some of the other uh, coworkers and stuff. I got an hour and a half with her one on one. A few weeks later, for the first time in like five or six years, George Southern beats Georgia State at, you know, in basketball and it's in Hanner and it's a sold out game. Uh, it's a white out, you know, and she just like, seeing her walk across because she, she dresses up in the article and she talks about, you know, how she's a, she's a woman. And so she wears, even now, you know, three years later, she still wears, you know, elegant dress. Maybe not, she's not wearing ball gowns either, but she dresses up, she dresses the nines, wears like high heels during games. Um, cause she's like, I am a woman and I want to express that. And, um, so she struts across the court in this white dress with these heels and goes over and sees her husband. And that was super. And then I was like the first person to interview her after and cause we had, you know, built this relationship. And still now, I mean, I, I saw her several times on campus and she always come up and give me a hug and, and, you know, text me or whatever and say, Hey, but, um, so that was super cool. And yeah, I mean, then, then, then the, you know, the Hawks playoff was, um, I mean, it was a, it was a lot. Oh gosh, no, I've just, I just saw all your tweets and I was like, dang, this seems incredible. Like the environment yeah. must have been off the chain. It, it was. And I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was I, the game that sticks out was the Philadelphia, it was the game six where Atlanta could have, mm. they would have won game six. They, oh. in the series, they lose it. But before they lose it, 
um, the lights go out. It's the one where oh my gosh, that lights one go out and uh, you know, everybody gets their cell phone lights out. Now we just like I have chills talking about this right now. Um, I mean that was that was just so like, this is what's awesome about sports. This is what's awesome about you know my job and and just going back to what we were talking about earlier. How like you know you know I'm very fortunate to be there and then that that that's something that like. I mean, it sucks they lost that game. Um, it would have been you know, just, just pinnacle story mode if they would have if they would have won two. It would have been two storybook storybook of an ending had they won the game. But um, yeah, I mean that 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 that's also up there. It's just like one of the coolest, uh, most memorable things that you know twenty years from now also remember. So then, right now you're kind of covering. Well, not you're kind of covering. You're cover recruiting. Yeah. Um, how did you get into that side of things? And do you like it? Is it different than what you've done before? Kind of, what's your take on that? It's I like it because it's different than what I've done before. Uh, it's very different. So you know, for hmm. three or four years, you know, I've been an, I've been the beat writer um, for for a college football team. Um, so you know, I go to practice, I go to press conferences, talk about the, the team itself. Um, mm-hmm. So now it's kind of like the other side of that. Where I'm, you know, I still, I still get to go to, you know, Georgia games, but rather than looking at, you know, the on the field product, I'm talking, I'm, you know, pregame, instead of looking at, you know, like this past weekend, you know, JT Daniels, um, or, or, you know, who's starting at, at, you know, left tackle or whatever, I'm looking at the stands, you know, what recruits are there, um, mm. where are they, where are they from, I'm taking pictures of, you know, these four or five star, um, kids that are there, um, so it's been, Really different in that aspect um, of, of kind of learning, you know, more about recruiting, how it works, how official visits work, how unofficial visits, you know, um, you know what, how, 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 how people get offered. Um, and it's nice to have both like the UGA aspect because you know UGA is offering kids from California and Texas and mm. New Jersey and Philadelphia, you know, everywhere. Um, but then we also have, I mean, Georgia, um, you know, Athens area has several really good high school teams, um, so there's, there's a lot of good high school athletes. Locally, so it's kind of seeing that aspect of oh, there's this kid, you know, this junior from Oconee County, um, and so because I go to his games on Friday night, I've got a one-on-one with him that you know these other you know rivals and twenty-four-sevens and on threes aren't getting because they're not. I I just happen to be at the game covering the game for our prep coverage, and it just so happens that you know, like uh, for Jefferson, they the number four sophomore in the nation played at Jefferson. Sammy Brown, so Ooh. I'm there covering the game, and then I also just talk to him, talk to his family because I know them. They're like, oh, rather than this national guy coming in, just talking to my you know 15 year old, I'm there covering the game, and he's also there. So it's been it's been a learning curve for sure. Um, definitely, I still enjoy it because there's a lot of freedom as far as um, you know what I get to write about. Um, I'm, I'm like the first. I'm the only I'm only the second person to have this job. Um, it's a new like title. I guess, um, cause like I said, they've had, you know, beat writers. There still is a beat writer, you know, Mark Weiser, um, covered mm-hmm. Georgia for us. Um, but then like I'm the second person to have like this recruiting specific job with that and Baron Herald. So yeah, I mean, it's in, it's in, I'm learning, you know, I'm still getting into a system what my days look, um, you know, what I write about this week versus next week. And, um, it's kind of like the perfect, it's, it's, it's almost like the perfect role for me because I, I I really enjoy one of my, my probably my favorite thing about you know, journalism is the is the feature writing and the storytelling and the you know sitting down with with someone and talking to them for thirty forty five minutes and then going to a coffee shop or going to a restaurant and you know just working on it. Um, 
And that's what this job allows me to do. You know, I get to talk to these kids, talk to the parents, talk to their coaches about who they are, you know, find neat things about neat things about them. Um, and then, and then write a really good feature about them. So it's, it's been, it's been good so far for sure. That's gotta be exciting. So you get to have this more of a one-on-one connection with all these recruits, which is something that's really unheard of um, for a lot of younger athletes that are going through the process. They don't know what's going on. So that's kind of got to be exciting. Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, you know, obviously, you know, there's you know four or five stars that we have in County, but I think the, where I take more pride and where I, see more benefit of my job is for these, you know, under recruited guys that are have a couple offers, you know, maybe from, you know, a, a Georgia Southern or a Georgia State or a, maybe like an FCS, um, you know, a, a SR, a Samford, or maybe a D2 kid that if I'm not writing about them, if I'm not, you know, retweeting their huddle videos or, you know, writing these little profiles about who they are, like they might not get called, but now that they've got this thing, like here's, you know, this, you know, Twitter account, you know, writing about me and, and you know, share my stuff and that because other coaches, you know, follow me or other recruiters follow me. And, um, and then I find out that they, they get an offer. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I mean, this, this is super cool. Like, there's, like this guy, um, Jamarcus Hill is a senior at uh, Jefferson, which, you know, Jefferson mm-hmm. probably won the state championship this year. They, they've got, you know, tons of talent. They've got at least four kids oh. going to power five schools. Um, probably will have more, but, um, so, an offer right about just about who he is as a person and, and you know, off off the field talk to his coach about you know who Jamarcus Hill is beyond just this he's like six not six eight six nine he's huge he's a lineman um, and then the next week he gets a uh, you know offer from from a, a D two school and it's like I mean it's just it's just super cool he texts he, he, he then he's tagging me and I you know, just got an offer and then. It's, uh, it's, just, it's just really, it's, it's really special, and, and seeing that aspect just makes it makes it all worth it. That's awesome. It's cool because you're gonna get to like follow them forever. Like you'll get to see where all yeah. like the people you talk to get to go. Oh, I have, like oh. I love that stuff. I mean, this especially with, with the sophomore I and mean, Sammy Brown. Um, he's he's he plays running back, but he's gonna be a linebacker um, in college, and he's he's a sophomore, and he already has nine Power Five offers, including Georgia. Um, he was at Clemson this weekend. I mean, he's, he's going to go you know, big time and he's a, he's a number four or five player in the country in his sophomore class. And so I'm, 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 I'm covering him now. You know, I'm going to cover him, you know, the next couple of years. And, mm-hmm. and then when he's, you know, let's call it six or seven years from now and he's, you know, in the NFL draft, I was, I, I was one of, if not the first person to really write about him. After his wow. breakout game, because he transferred to Jefferson uh, this year, so nobody never really heard of him this morning. Cool, um, nobody had heard of him. So I mean, that's so yeah, cool. It, it's just yeah, and so so um, that's that's also very really humbling and just so and just I, kind I of yeah get that connection with them while they're in the high school stage. I mean, even 15 years ago, I didn't even. Twitter, social media wasn't a thing. So with the beauty of Twitter, like you said, like that's a great tool to utilize. And in these cases, recruiting is huge and everyone is kind of looking at that. And I wanted to get your take on the whole um, Arch Manning situation because I feel like his social media has popped off and it's, and everyone is wanting him at their school and, 
uh, who is it? Ole Miss, uh, Lane Kiffin followed him on Instagram and that like blew up. And I was like, wow, how is that becoming such a tool for all these coaches to just kind of like slide in the DMs, if you will? Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting about, uh, Arch Manning is he doesn't have Twitter. Um, so all these guys have, you know, strong Twitter presences, presence. They have a strong Twitter presence and, um, he doesn't have Twitter and he's, I mean, he's still the number one, he's the number one player in the uh, 2023 class. Is that by talent? Is that by his last name? Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, you know, going on these official visits. He was in, uh, Athens for the South Carolina game a few weeks ago. Uh, he was in Alabama this weekend. He's going to Clemson. He's going to Texas. Um, and it, it's, a, it's an interesting case study. I was talking to a guy. Um, he's a Georgia recruiter. Georgia record, recruiting reporter for on three, Jake Ruse. Mm-hmm. He went out there to Louisiana Friday night to, you know, watch Manning and then hopefully talk to him. Um, and, and I was talking to him the other day and he was saying how, you know, really humble and how he just doesn't want to talk about himself and doesn't want to talk about, he's like, I'm here. He's like, I'm, I, he's like, you know, all that stuff will come, you know, the, the sign days, the offers, the commits you know, playing, you know, playing at whatever power five school I want to go to will come. But like right now I'm, you know, a, a high school junior with, you know, friends that's trying to win a national champ or win, win a state championship um, in Louisiana. So um, he, he, I mean, that's what it comes down to. All, I mean, all these kids are just, they're still just high schoolers. Like they're, they're getting their driver's license. They're, you know, going to prom. They're, they're just living their life. Yeah. yeah. They're going to movies, you know, first date or whatever. I mean, they're, they're like going through that awkward stage that we all want to forget. Yeah, they all have that, like we all did, you know. So yeah. it just so happens that they also are free athletes, and, and they're like in the the spotlight. So that's got to be insanely hard to kind of navigate through all that, and it's it's got to be very very difficult, especially when you're the son of prominent football figures. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've talked a lot about work. What do you like to do when you're not working? Yes. Um, what does McLean like to do for fun? Aside from yeah. all this. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> I knew this question was coming. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I listen to music. I listen to a lot of. Um, Ready uh, for it. Yeah, grab record player. Looking to vinyls. Um, I, uh, Watch movies, watch TV, um, hang out with friends. Still, kind of, I, fortunately, in a new city, like I got friends that I knew, whether in college or in high school, um, but haven't met a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in here, so still working on that. Um, it's kind of yeah. like you're the new kid in school, and you're yeah. like, how do I make friends? Yeah, but it's harder because, like, you're like school, I'm a, an adult I'm now. Got, like clubs and like icebreaker yeah. events and like breakout things like orientation or, you know, first day of, you know, first week of class or whatever. Yeah. You have to go to, and here there's not that. Um, <laughs> it's like I have an experienced mover. I've moved to two new cities in my adulthood. Um, join kickball. Adult organized sports, if they have them in Athens, is the best Okay, I love that. <laughs> I literally moved here in May. I made all of my friends in July for my kickball team. I still I don't know how you found this life. kickball team, and I envy that. I just Googled kickball in Hoboken, and <laughs> now I joined a league, and then all of my friends that I've made are from kickball. 
Yes. Yeah, find like find like a flag football or, or bat. Yeah, think, just like ooh, an adult, just some sort of flag football slaps. Yeah, that's organized that's sports for adults is the move. So that oh, was my only I fully advice as the twenty five year old that has moved twice. Perfect. We support this decision. I, I will, I'm I'm writing it down. I'll I'll, I'll look it up for sure. <laughs> I'll send you leagues. I'll look it up for you. <laughs> I'm gonna be a mom about it and be like, okay, look at this now. Oh my gosh, we'll we'll be texting you some some links now. I now so, I'm intrigued. I'm gonna look up some some. Yeah, you wanna look it up? It's the best. Well, so we also I saw on your Twitter I was doing some stalking. Do you yes. like to cook? I'm curious about your chili mac and cheese. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a big cook guy. Um, He's big a big cook, cook guy. guy. I, I cook a lot. Um, my my setup and so I live in this. Um, it's an old, like, it's like 1945 house, and so the stove isn't what I would like it to be. But yeah, I do enjoy cooking. Um, so like you're alluding to, I made some chili mac. It's basically it's like chili. So you got like you know the the, the meat and the tomatoes and the you know, sauce and the peppers and all that yeah. stuff. I don't use beans in chili because it's just I don't like beans. Um, but then you get. <laughs> Mac and cheese, and so you get the you macaroni noodles and the cheeses, and then you mix them up into the perfect like fall. Even Ooh, though we're earlier how it's still like, warm, but you know, it's like the perfect fall. And so now I've got a whole pot of it. Um, but yeah, I find like I don't know if meditations are, but it's it's very soothing to like you know measure things out, dice things up, you know, put them on the pot and stuff, and 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 then you get the end, and it's like oh here's this thing that I made, you know. I still, you know, I don't, you know, raise my own chickens or anything like that. But I mean, I, I, you, you take these, you take these products. I mean, I, I think of it kind of, you know, it's cliche maybe, but I think of it kind of like an art project. You know, you, you, you're, you go to the grocery store and you come home and you've got these, you know, ingredients that by themselves are just one thing and you put them all together through different techniques and stuff and, and you got a meal and you save money doing it. So it's, oh my gosh, that is. Awesome. Um, so Ash was actually talking earlier that if you give her some ingredients, she can whip up something. Um, can we do the same to you? And can we have a like showdown? We can yeah, do, yeah, yeah, we'll do like I, I, always, show. I always say like if you bring the ingredients, I'll I'll cook whatever. Like if you provide the Ooh. stuff. Like my friend, I will like, host this uh, shindig whenever <laughs> whenever it happens, and I'm looking forward to this Top Chef reunion. <laughs> oh yeah, eating is my favorite activity. Eats, no, you know? it's a it's a neutral thing where like, I mean, people have you know allergies or you know some people are vegetarian or, or what have you, but I mean, they're like everybody has to eat something, um, and so it's that is the like, quote. Meals are very common ground. Like, you know, some people might have different interests of, you know, sports or movies or music or whatever, but everybody True. can eat something and, and share, you know, have that, have, you know, a beer, a glass of wine or a Coke after it. And just, wow. That great. was like, so like therapeutic just to like, listen to that. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm hungry now. I know I can't wait for dinner. No, I think right. it's nice though when you like cook. I mean, it's also feels so good when other people like what you cook. That's Ooh. like my biggest thing in the world. Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, this is so good!" I'm like, "Thank you, I made it myself." Yeah, I have a rule. I'm like, "Don't tell me how it is unless you like it." Yeah, I like that rule. I feel that. But I just cook for you. Don't tell me. 
I'm going to um, apply that for, like, all of my life. Like, if you have negative things, just don't say. <laughs> just don't tell me. <laughs> Oh if you God. like it, please let me know and re- leave a leave a strong word review. Yeah, if you oh don't like God. it yet. Just, just... Yeah, no. In a Only past Gordon life, Ramsay. you you definitely were a chef. Um, you're Gordon Ramsay esque. I like to think I in this in this life I'm a chef. Oh, <laughs> yes. I will. I'll have to. We'll have to try your your food. Send me your recipe, and then I'll try it out, and then I'll decide. Ooh. Yes, and uh, I'll I'll try to virtually eat it. Maybe 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 we'll we'll try to actually eat it in person. That would be nice. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, I just had like one more question. That's like not even a question. It's like a uh, it's just a challenge. Okay. okay. So pull up your Spotify or your Apple Music, whatever you use, and what is your what is your last recently listened song? Um, He's like, I know. Uh, my most recently listened to, yeah. Yeah. Is it like on? Is there anything like that's on the bottom? Like sometimes when I exit Spotify too quickly and I look at the bottom, it's like the last. That, that that's it. Like playing that's playing yeah um yeah it's uh you mean to say are you gonna have copyright for this like are you gonna is this gonna be copyright <laughs> um it's <laughs> down by the river down by the river by uh, dave matthews uh live um that's a good yeah. one we, we love yeah. dave matthews okay that's hype that's hype <laughs> mine is jonas brothers Okay, what what song do we have? Um, I thought it was new. It's like four months old because I'm terrible with music. It's the Same. one with Marshmallow, Leave Before You Love Me. Oh, because um, I'm going to see Jonas Brothers in concert tomorrow night. So I've been preparing. Okay. All right. Ooh, I'm so excited. It. It's the same venue I saw them at in 2008. So my life is coming <laughs> full circle. Time's a flat circle. Oh, my God. I've been in a Taylor Swift kick. Um lately uh every day of my life now um every <laughs> so my my song that i recently listened to was cardigan nice. are we going through it maybe i think are you okay um maybe not <laughs> it's always Love fun it, yeah. to hear like what people are listening to um um if there's anything else you want to add say shout out he looks frozen on my screen. We'll see. Oh my god, he is. <laughs> That's. Uh, or maybe I'll say it for him. What's his Twitter handle? Um... <laughs> Follow him on Twitter. Oh gosh. McLean oh is god. frozen. Follow him on Twitter at McLean Baxley. Yeah. Um, verified. I wish he's he a was verified. Interactive. He's verified. Oh, and his Twitter yeah, got hacked. Yes, it's at McLean Baxley. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, he's unfrozen. <gasps> Wait. Oh, thank God. Uh, okay. Plug all your stuff. I was never frozen. Plug all your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know, Twitter's the main thing that's back. I mean, it was, it was hacked for like thirty six hours. Um, oh, but it's God. back. At McLean Baxley, um, on Twitter, and then it's at Captain Baxley on Instagram. If you want to go there, um, then it's at McLean Baxley on TikTok as well. Wow, um, he's on TikTok, guys. I don't use it much. I made one and it. I was expecting to go viral, but it didn't. And so, it oh, just, like, hey, you never um, know. 
But yeah. I'm still trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even on TikTok. Okay, Ash, you're going to get on there one day and you're going to blow okay. everyone away. I can't. I think I'd be great at TikTok, to be honest. But Kelly I. Kelly is already shaking. She's like, oh, God. Like... Well, my thing is, I just don't. I don't have an attention span to do my job and have TikTok. So I oh, think it's I just better either. for my professional career yeah. if I don't have TikTok. <laughs> you gotta find ways to take, take time out of your day to, to do this. You gotta devote, like, that three your, hours when you to... need to sleep, you need to devote that <laughs> time straight to TikTok hours. Three TikTok and it's hours. Like huh? Until 2 a.m., and you're like, actually, maybe I should really go to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, no. well one day we'll try it out but yeah, oh, well thanks so much for coming it was so nice to meet you and have you thanks on the show yes, so, so glad to have you